Hello, and welcome to the Tap Market Podcast. I'm your host, Troy Scarborough. I'm an entrepreneur who has started, acquired, and more importantly, is focused on growing companies. In this podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs about how they got their start, what their company is about, what has worked for them to get to this point, and how they plan to build their brands. Expect to find actionable tactics that you can use to grow your business and get motivated to get through the grind into a meaningful entrepreneurial outcome that will change your life. I'm thrilled to have you here. Be sure to follow us on YouTube and Instagram at Tap Market, and let me know if you've been listening to the podcast. I love connecting and hearing from you. All right, let's get to it. Hey guys, this is Troy from Tapped Market, where we're talking with entrepreneurs working in the grind every day on what's working, what's not. Today, we've got Paulina and Manny from Flydad. I'm so excited to have you guys on here. This is one of the coolest products we've gotten a chance to talk about. It's really disrupting an industry that I personally feel like needed some disruption, being a dad of two myself. So really excited to have you on here. Tell us about Flydad and how you got here. Ladies first. Yeah, of course. So Flydad is a company for dads. It's really for the modern urban father. And what we do is we create baby products that keep dad fashionable while he's functional. And it's really meant for dads to have a place to go to be empowered, to keep their identity after they start a family and just have a community, right? The difference with it I mean, other people have done companies like this before, but we're really for like the modern urban father. It's for the type of dad that wants to match their Jordan with their baby gear. The company began as an answer to a market that was saturated and directed toward moms, right? For, I guess, good reason for the most part. But the more you think about, I'd say in the last 15 to 20 years, you've had way more presence from fathers consistently than you likely have had in generations past. And so I felt out of place and many of my friends felt like we didn't have really a spot, right? In the whole parenting world. And so Paulina and I, we've spent a lot of time working together in other capacities and off the heels of the Fatherhoods podcast, which is a podcast I do with a couple of friends, she was like, you should be doing more for fathers. We should be doing more for fathers. And so it just got me thinking about the hardships I faced as a dad. And a baby bag was kind of like one of the major pain points, just thinking of myself carrying my wife's pink Mickey Mouse colored baby bag that was very difficult to dig into. And so here we are. I like that. We had one. My kids are now 15 and nine. So there was no bag for dad. We got one that was really nice design aesthetics for my wife and she liked it. It was different than just the simple baby bag for her, but it wasn't for me. It was like when I carried it around, I carried it around like I carried it around a woman's purse, which was like, it's not mine. Yeah. You know, like I kept making sure people knew it. this isn't my purse. So this is great. I really like where you're going. Tell me a little more about this podcast, because I have a feeling this is kind of where you and Paulina drew on the audience from for this idea, because you probably didn't just invent the idea of the backpack, right? At some level, the audience a lot of times is telling you what to go and make for them, right? We actually did invent it. And more than just like 
saying it. Like we custom built it. Every aspect of it was really custom. Yeah. But the podcast did serve as kind of the initial inspiration, right? And so Fatherhoods is a podcast I do with two of my friends. One of them is pretty popular podcaster by the name of DJ EFN, who has a podcast called Drink Champs with Nori, famous rapper. And we kind of got to the stage in our lives where we were having kids and we were finding ourselves having conversations kind of privately about like, what do you do when this happens? And I have the older children. So there was a lot of questions directed to me and I'm like, this is what we did. I don't know if it might work for you. And so we, you know, we had a lot of these conversations and we figured why not just let other people into the conversation as well? Cause we're not going through this on our own. And we found that just having the conversation out loud and having people just listen has done a lot for, for dads that listen to us, just being able to relate, right? Just like, Oh crap, I've been there or, Oh, I see that I'm getting there. And being able to have those interactions has been pretty valuable. And for us personally, very therapeutic. And when you were going through the designing of this bag, how did you really pick the features that you thought were important to differentiate you from the market or that were valuable in today's world? We're not different based on features, though. We're different based on vibe. I mean, we have a laptop holder. We have an extra large water bottle pocket. But I feel like when people look at the bag and look at our website, our vibe is really easy to understand and what guy it caters to. It's just, I feel like it's kind of like those Nikes and those Adidas's. They're not really different except for the logo. You know what I mean? But you know what vibe it caters to. I'd say this too, like in the design process, it was very much like comfort, style, functionality, right? Things that are core to me as a, as a person and to many people like me. So just polling folks and trying to understand, like for instance, and Troy, you tell me if this is true for you. I despise holding things in my hands. I try to not hold anything if I don't have to, right? And so if I have to hold a bag in my hand, like if I go to the supermarket, I want to get it into my car as fast as possible. I'd rather, if I have to hold anything, have it on my back, have it in a functional way where it's not really getting in the way, but I have what I need. Would you say you're similar? Yeah, you have to be ready to do action. Yes, with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of the design that we put into play here fed off of that, right? And it was like, all right, I need to be able to find things quickly and harken back to having to dig through my wife's bag throwing things out in order to find the butt paste or whatever, right? And so then then it just moved into like convenience. All right, the bag has a charger and a charging cable so that you can just put your phone in and not have to think about that as you're dealing with your kid and moving around. I heard more about this charging cable that I'm definitely going to come back to because I, there's a neat marketing trick that you guys are using with that as well. But I want to dive into what you mentioned there Paulina, about the focus on who you're going after more so than even the features. And what you're doing is you're just, you're talking to your sort of avatar, your target market so much more closely. And that's the most important piece is that these guys are resonating with you because you're speaking their language, you're articulating your marketing to look and feel like them. You're connecting with them 
with the content that you're creating and that Manny's doing on the podcast too. And that's the core function. That's the real differentiator is that you're creating a brand that is like them, correct? Exactly. Yeah, we definitely have some cool features. Like you mentioned the charging cable, but it's really the aesthetic and the feel of the bag that I think is different. So there's so many people that we know that get the bag that are like, oh, this is just my bag that I use. We have a milk pocket where you can store the milk. People put their beer in it and go to the beach. You know, it's their like daily work bag because the aesthetic just goes with like an everyday urban male. And that's who we speak to, right? So we're full of, you know, like advice articles, how to parent your baby, how to keep your girl happy, how to discipline your kids. So it's really like an empowerment thing. So we want to not just sell a bag, but give like a certain feeling when you're wearing the bag. Like you feel like a badass, like empowered dad. It is about how you feel. And so comfort, functionality, and ultimately flyness gives you a sense of comfort and confidence, right? And so when you're confident, you feel good, you look good, you perform at a higher level. It doesn't matter if you're in the parenting world as a dad or in the corporate world as an employee or leader in any company, that triggers your ability to be at your best. And so what we think about fatherhood we want to cater not just bags. We want to cater to them in many ways in order for them to feel their best to be the father that their kids deserve. Yeah. And the thing that people don't realize is that the baby bag market in and of itself, totally separate from this, is a sizable market just to begin with, right? Yeah. People are buying these bags because even just in the baby market, because they have to, Right. And there's probably a billion dollars worth of baby bags sold a year. And what you're able to do is find your audience, your niche inside that already large and noisy market to to serve that person with a with a bag that they're going to have to buy at some level. But this one resonates with them at such an exponential level that it's a no-brainer for them to purchase it when it aligns with them. I was talking to, uh, you guys might know Sean McCool. He's a copywriter guy. He, oh, yeah. he can tell a story better than any of them. And he was mentioning this to me as well. We have a wallets brand, Force and Herald, that you guys are aware of. And our wallet, one of the key differentiators is that we have color combinations that you don't see in any other wallets. And so guys can match them with their college. They can match them with their local sports team. They can just match it with their aesthetic. There's kind of like boat type nautical color combinations and stuff like that, they literally just can't find them anywhere else. And it allows them to be different from sort of the the other noise. And what Sean was saying was almost all industries, all physical products have a noisy market. There's very few products out there and industries out there that are so narrow and so monopolized that there's not noise in it. So being able to find your niche that you serve in that target person that you serve is the most important piece. And speaking to them in their particular problems or their particular needs with your solution is going to be the key. It's going to be how you develop your marketing. It's going to be how you develop your future products. And these people will tell you what to make if you're speaking to them at that right level, if that makes sense. 
it's not something that was immediately easy for us to attach ourselves to, right? So we got into the fatherhood space. We knew that's where we wanted to be. That's who we wanted to serve. But you're a dad of, you know, a nine-year-old and 15-year-old, you said? That's right. Right. And so you're past the baby stage. So a baby bag for you is like, oh, that would have been nice, but not now, right? And so that was a bit of a friction point for us. We were like, damn, how do we serve dads of all age ranges, right? But that task is way too broad. And so we had to simplify and say, no, our avatar until we grow and expand is going to be the man transitioning into fatherhood. For now. Yeah, for now, but hyper-focus and over-delivering for that niche of a niche. So it was difficult because you, you feel like you're limiting yourself, but at the core, what you're doing is you're intensifying your ability to be the best for that group. And that by itself is going to bring a ton of others on your journey as well help you to grow the way you want to grow. I think the other piece of that too is that you end up, I'm not necessarily purchasing that bag for me personally, but it's likely that I can come across your brand still because other people I know are having kids. And now it's it's a great gift idea for someone else. Like Jason running Element 26 focuses his marketing on the CrossFitters, but he sells to all types of gym people. He just focuses his efforts and value in that CrossFit space and then gets so much more value from the broad market. You can do the same thing. If you hyper-focus on the man becoming a dad time of life, you're still going to find guys like me that are like, my brother-in-law is going to have a kid. I want to get something for my brother-in-law because I feel like he's getting left out in the having a baby scenario. Let me get him a cool fly dad bag get him started with something that's for him, not, you know, for his wife or whatever. Right. Ultimately, what we want to do is we want to meet dads like at the beginning of their journey. The reason I say for now is because we're going to keep with them on their journey, right? So eventually we'll have stuff for for toddlers and maybe older kids. But I mean, I've been a first-time parent, so I can attest to the fact that first-time parents are very confused and scared and don't know what to do. And if they have a community that supports them and gives them advice and products, they'll stick with it and hopefully become super fans if we're speaking to them, right? So we meet them on the beginning of their journey and and we'll ride it out with them. Pivoting a little bit here from the start of your journey to where you guys are today, give me a few nuggets of what's been working, what hasn't been working from a, a marketing reach perspective and what hurdles have you run into along the way too? Influencers, I think, have been the best thing for us. We sort of have like third-party connections to some celebs. So we've gotten the bag in front of Aesop Rocky because he just had the kid with Rihanna. So he was gifted it on the Drink Champs podcast. And that voted really well for us. A lot of people were like, oh my God, I heard DJFN talk about you and I bought the bag. That's so cool. Um, So that helped. And then we got into a few publications that got us a bunch of sales. And I think that really got our name out there more than anything. And it was sort of like, quote unquote, free marketing. It wasn't paying for Amazon ads or paying for Facebook ads or anything like that. And it just really helped to get our name out there. Right. So I would say that's what's worked the best. What would you say has worked the worst, Manny? 
We're always trying different things, right? So Paulina mentioned publications. We were in an airline magazine and that was a cool look, but didn't really have much results, right? And so it's been a interesting trial and error. We also work with a, a rapper named Recognize and Recognize's loyal 100,000 or so follower fan base resonates. And he's a user of the bag. So we try to really partner with folks that are going to have an organic relationship with it and that actually genuinely like what we're doing, not like just trying to grab somebody because they have notoriety to try to get them to say something nice about us. Google Ads right now for us is still early for us. We're working on optimizing our website. We're going to put out a a lead magnet shortly, which we think is going to have a lot of promise for us. But it's similar to kind of how we, this show and how we believe as far as members of the capitalism group, the give is ultimately going to be the method for us to be successful. And so this lead magnet that I'm referring to is going to be a give to help fathers, but parents in general, ease the journey into parenthood in a bunch of different ways. Actually, now that you mentioned Google ads, Facebook ads didn't work for us. Remember we tried that? Oh yeah, Facebook ads, was, that was trash. And it did absolutely nothing. Facebook has been so expensive, so expensive. What you guys are drawing on is that warm and cold audience focus. If you're working with an influencer that you have a relationship with, who believes in your product, who has an engaged audience, being able to work with them, that's just a warmer lead than Facebook. Facebook advertising is like the coldest form of marketing and therefore the hardest form of marketing to do and do profitably for sure. So any entrepreneur sort of starting out listening to this, put 100% of your efforts into trying to get up the warm scale of exposure for your first efforts because it's just going to be more profitable. You're going to get better feedback. You're going to get better relationships that are long lasting for you that'll really change the trajectory. And eventually you're going to grow enough that Facebook's going to make sense. It may be on your second, third or fourth product when you have an average order value that can then be higher. You have a lifetime value number that you're more comfortable with and is higher. And those types of things that will just make cold marketing better. Hopefully, you know, the positive side of the potential recession could be that some of the Facebook marketing and some of these social media marketings reset a little bit and the prices come down and allows up and coming brands like yours and mine to sneak in and do that a little bit more profitably. But I have a feeling that Bezos and Zuckerberg know how to really take us for every penny we got. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And that's why, you know, having you guys on is great because you guys can work with Leah and her flipping holders to co-market to them, the fly dad or vice versa, right? If somebody's getting a fly dad bag, why wouldn't they need her flipping holders as an example? So, Well, we actually have a very similar mission to your brand. I think even more than Leah's. Yeah. The modern dad, the modern man of Forrest and Harold, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. All of the dads that we target, for sure. The dads at Forrest and Harold are not your father's dad, right? It's not the guy wearing the New Balance sneakers, mowing the lawn and- (laughs) And the jorts. Watching football all weekend. It's We're just that much more engaged in the family. We're raised with so much more style and effort and optionality that 
it makes more sense to want to work with smaller brands like Forrest and Herald and Flydad than to like buy these products from Macy's department store or something crazy. Yeah. Well, we might mess around and be one of those brands in Macy's department store one day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hopefully we can all aspire to be one. <laughs> yeah. So can you give us sort of an, an idea of where you're at now? You've got this one core product, correct? Correct. Do you have like a unit sales reach that you've gone through so far today? Yeah. So our initial order was a thousand bags, right? And so that was actually, we had a lot of mixed reviews, right? Initially, people were like giving us advice. They were like, you know what? You guys are going too hard, too fast. You haven't really proven anything. That might be a lot for you to invest in in one shot. And we heard it, but we were like, screw it. We're going to do it, right? And so it took a while for us to get a rhythm going. But just shy of a year, we've cleared a thousand, that whole first order. And it's a high price point, high ticket item, right? It's not like a low end backpack. Like it's a pretty serious bag. So our initial year was actually 2021. In we haven't completed the year, but so far we've 5X sales. And so hopefully with the remainder of this year, we'll be able to bump that up a little bit. And then we've already completed our next shipment. We did half as much as we did in our original one. But we're introducing kind of a new flavor also as a result of selling out the one color, one style. We're adding another one to the portfolio in a couple of weeks here. So we're in pretty good shape. And we were just talking about this in our our team meeting earlier today. Our first year, our strategy was pretty sound in the sense that we had some guidelines, right, that we were going to follow and execute on. But for all intents and purposes, it was slinging mud at the wall, hoping it stuck. Now we're, quote unquote, adulting. We've got a big picture strategy. We've got, thanks to Nick, who who's on our team, he's kind of helping us really organize our long-term approach and really digging into the numbers so that every step we take is very calculated. And so 2023 will prove to be probably a 10x year for us if we can hit on everything we're expecting. What are some of those nuggets, some of those action items that you see really moving the needle in that 10X? What did we decide was our goal? Because I know we upped it like five times. Yeah, I just remember us settling like 10X was the big takeaway from our our big meeting. I think we started with a half a million dollar goal and then we we got to like 2 million at the end. So yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Some of the big things that are going to help us drive toward that is around back to to the give, right? It's how do we create content that's going to be useful for men making this transition into fatherhood to solve as many of their concerns and problems that they face in a guide or in some sort of resource that is easy for them to ingest and like take action from. And so that's going to be one of the big drivers for us to be able to expand our, our authority and be able to help folks at the same time. And then the other part of it is just getting more efficient on on the Amazon side, where it's a pretty big sales channel for us. So we're just drilling in on the numbers, making sure we have the right partnerships and being able to do the right tweaks in order to make sure that we're being very competitive. Do you sell majority on Amazon? What's your sales ratios between Amazon and off Amazon? It's like 85-15 in favor of Amazon. Okay. And you'll probably continue to just run that horse until you get to at least a million dollars because it's just there's so much traffic there 
the ease of use with FBA is through the roof. It is, but there's also like the challenging part of it, right? The, the rules are all dictated by Amazon. They make it difficult in some cases in order for you to function. So we are, as part of our strategy, we're going to be moving more strategically and quickly toward more influential or influencer sort of relationships that are going to be more impactful. And again, content being one of the key gifts for us to be able to partner with them on so that we can provide them with content that they can give to their audiences and ultimately help us grow that sales channel. I heard that there was a tactic you do on Amazon that Amazon made you do, but is now helping you build your off Amazon. There is a detachable battery pack that goes in the backpack to charge your phone, which is genius because I don't know how many times you're out there in the wild with your kids, you know, you're, you're for us, you're at the zoo and it's colder. So your battery dies faster and you just want to take another picture, so on and so forth. But in correct me if I'm wrong, this is the word on the street <laughs> is that you couldn't send in the battery because Amazon was like, oh, we don't like lithium ion batteries. So you had to keep the battery. But now you put something in there, people come to you, you send them the battery directly and you've captured them to market to them for the rest of time. Is this true? It's all true. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what we do. <laughs> so when you get the bag, you get the cord, but you don't get the battery. And there's an insert that says, give us your email and we'll send you the battery. And that's what people do. They give us their email and we send them the battery. There's actually a flow for them writing a review also, but we'll send the battery either way, whether they write the review or not. So ideally we get the review, we get the email and they get a battery and it's a Flydad branded battery, which was an easy product to come out with because it's just white labels. So it's a really nice gift and people go nuts over the battery. Where's my battery? How do I get my battery? I need two. Like people love the battery. <laughs> we actually created a custom compartment for the battery to integrate into the bag. So it's not like you have just a random cord flailing around. Like this is all neatly integrated into the bag. And so you can plug it in. You're not seeing a mess of wires anywhere. And to your point, if you're caught out there at the zoo or what have you, and you need to take that picture, now you don't have to worry about it, whatever the battery life is on your phone. I like this. This is a tactic that really anybody can try to noodle on and figure out how to come up with something similar. It doesn't have to be even as awesome as your guys is. I'm sure you guys at first were frustrated because it's going to be an additional cost to ship the battery and all of that. But anyone can come up with something like this, right? Whether it's come click this QR code and a percentage of them do the QR code to go through a review prompting process to then get a review on Amazon. And you can sort of bait them through that process of giving them additional dollars off or coupons or whatever to put in their email address. So you can build your asset to email market to them in the future. Even if you're a 100% Amazon focused brand, that's okay too, because you can use attribution links to email those customers, drive them there. And, and right now in our category, they'll give us 10% off of our Amazon fees to drive off Amazon traffic to Amazon for conversions. And that's extremely valuable when you're talking about paying them 15% on average normally. Yeah. So everybody should come up with these. So the way we approached it, we needed to have something of value, right? Of like real, visible, understood value versus kind of a throwaway. 
And that's what I would suggest to the people that are listening, really give it some thought and figure out what is the complementary thing that is almost essential to their core product that your product can live without. But if it had it, your product would be that much more awesome and make that complementary thing, that Robin to your Batman, make that Robin something that they got to get and make it super simple for them to get. To your point, like the cost we're incurring. They don't pay shipping when they get this battery. They don't pay for the battery itself. We just ship it to them once they give us their email and hopefully the review. Yep, because you're going to get the value out of that email. You're going to figure out what that number is that you're earning from owning that email address. And that lifetime value you're going to get from being able to continuously market to that person is, is worth the dollars and cents. That's awesome. What else do you think is on the plan for the next 12 months that you have a hairy audacious goal to get to 2 million bucks. Is this singularly with just this product? Are we simultaneously trying to launch additional products or just skew colors or, or what's the plan there? Yeah. So it's a little known fact that we're not a bag company. We're actually a dad company. So we are going to come out with new products. The plan is to come out with a baby carrier next year. And that's where those emails are going to become valuable. So we've already started the conversation about that and got hooked up with the designer and started the research. So hopefully we'll be able to come out with that somewhere mid 2023. It's a little more complicated because there's obviously a lot more regulations with a baby carrier than a backpack, but we're figuring out the steps we need to do to get through that. We also have aspirations to roll out a simple yet beautiful man version of a stroller, if you can imagine. So the simplicity, functionality, and flyness on the side of the stroller. I don't know if we'll finish that in 2023, but we're aiming for that as well. And then we'll we'll have some, I'll call them like tier two sort of products that aren't like these big feature products, but that will be still very helpful and beneficial to dads. I know one thing that I always carried, like our family had multiple versions of this. When you, when you talk about stroller, my wife and I both had, I think they call them umbrella strollers yep. in our cars. And we got one for each of our cars and one for the grandparents' cars. So that basically if you showed up anywhere, you could put a kid in a stroller now, if you're telling me that a fly dad stroller is coming out, that's an umbrella stroller that looks cooler, it has a little more different functionality, I'm all in on that. So I can see where you're going and I really like it. You're a fortune teller. <laughs> that's precisely the style, right? The umbrella style, very easy and comfortable, but a hundred times the flyness. Yeah. They were not fly whatsoever before, Manny. They were just no. functional, and that's okay sometimes. But I think you can bring flyness to functionality, and people will pay probably whatever you ask them to pay for it. So, God will. <laughs> Tell me where people can find you. How can they interact with you? What's a good call to action for this community to support you? Give me a little bit of that. Yeah, so our website is flydadgear.com. Obviously, the bag is there for sale. We're going to have the second color of the bag out within the next week or two. And that's going to be on the site also. There's also an email that you can leave and sign up for our list. And our list, we don't send BS emails. Like we send, I'll say unconventional parenting advice that you're not going to just 
here on baby whatever website. We try to really weave our values into our parenting advice while doing research also. And so it has like a certain edge that like a fly dad would expect from parenting advice. So I would say the easiest thing is to just sign up on the website, flydadgear.com. And if you or somebody else needs a bag, it's there also. I'd also add, so we talked, we're going to have new products rolling out, but today we also have a line of merch, right? It's just simple logo. I'm, I'm actually wearing the hat now for those that might be able to see it. Just fly dad. We get a lot of feedback about it and just the statement, people walking down the street, people feel good is what I would say that, that are wearing it. The other thing too is the quality of the materials are actually high. One of my pet peeves is like t-shirts that feel like sandpaper, not with it. So made sure that this was not the case with these. Um, so if it is something that, you know, you or somebody you know could benefit from and just just slightly elevate their confidence and their fly, come to flydadgear.com and check us out. As far as contacting us, we're primarily on IG. We have a presence on Facebook as well, but at flydadgear.com. Or you can email us at support at flydadgear.com. I like it. I am also going to be sporting the Fly Dad backpack, doing a review on this. And I'm going to get some dads involved in that process as well. So everybody at Tapped Market is going to see it, have a link to it. We're going to be putting together a special little outreach to the Force and Herald brand on this particular brand in product because it's so aligned with our target audience. So I'm really looking forward to bringing you guys to them as well and exposing them to your products because it's like Pauline said, it's a perfect fit. There's no reason why it couldn't cross over. And we're just trying to add value to our customers the same way. So I hope to have you guys back here too. As you launch more products, you're going to be back on here, launching them with us, telling people about it and getting reach. So that'll be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to it. And thank you so much for having us. And by the way, the feeling's mutual. So we should definitely talk about how to get the wallets and Fly Dad on our side kind of figured out because I, th- I think it'd be beneficial to our audience as well. Yeah, we might have to talk about a little uh, Fly Dad specialty wallet or something that we can permanently put on with the rest of the merch, with the hats and the t-shirts and everything. We'll make one special for you guys. I like it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> more to come, more to come. So, okay, everybody, go check it out. It's flydadgear.com. Go sign up. Buy this for Christmas. Buy this for all the baby showers you got coming up. And we'll have Manny and Paulina back on to talk more about it in the future. Thanks, guys, for coming. All right. Thank you. Hi there. If you found this podcast helpful, I would appreciate it if you took a minute to leave a review. This increases the reach to more entrepreneurs and other people interested in the products, brands, entrepreneurial stories, and their successes. So we can create even more positive small business outcomes. Take a screenshot, tag me in your social stories to friends. This means the world to me to know this podcast has influenced your day and life in a positive way and that we get to be a part of your own journey. With gratitude from me, until next time, go make it a great day.